When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It was a Wednesday we did not see coming. A lot to get into, a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about. And it's time to have this conversation right now, right here. You're locked and loaded on to hottest show in the streets. Number one form for Bama football news. You get your information right here. In my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown. Alabama Magazine, happy to join you guys right here. We bring you the show right here from the Magic City of Birmingham. We stream this to you through YouTube. Speaking of a channel, you know what time it is. You smash that subscribe button right now. You tap subscribe. You get locked in, locked on to your Alabama football content. Hit the like button as well. Get those like levels up. We appreciate you guys rocking it with us right here. That daily super chat go $100 daily. Super chat go 100 bucks right there. We appreciate all of you. We got a lot to get to today. Big news bombshell happening in the city of Tuscaloosa with the Alabama football program is concerned. And we want to hear from you tonight. You can call in 205-448-1358. Blow the phone lines up with discussion. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. We're going to actually start the conversation off with having our director of scouting and recruiting for Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Join me right here live on the screen here. Our guy Justin Smith uh, with me here on screen. Justin, it's happy to have you in here. First and foremost, my man, how are you? Trying to get up Justin here. We, we, we're working him in here. Uh, I, think, I think we got him in now. Uh, so, J- Justin, how you doing, man? How you feeling? Justin, how you doing, man? How you feeling? We got you. You there, Justin? We're still working on trying to get Justin in here on the show here. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. The news happening today. Uh, Coach Saban, after 17 years, head coach Nick Saban, who was brought in, hired by Mal Moore, January 3rd, 2007. The Nick Saban that has brought this program 
six national championships equaling the great Paul Bear Bryant, the Nick Saban, who brought this program nine SEC championships, the latest one, you dethrone a two-time national champion in Georgia to do it. That Nick Saban today announcing, stepping away, retiring from coaching at the University of Alabama, shocking to everybody to say the absolute least, surprising to everybody to say the absolute least. But I think we got Justin in here now. We, we, we got him now. Justin, you're right here with us, man. How you feeling? Good to have Justin here, the director of scouting and recruiting for TDA. Justin, when you first got the news, I mean, I, I'm driving to, of course, Chick-fil-A as I'm getting the news. But upon you getting the news, it was reported by ESPN's Chris Lowe, uh, Bruce Feldman, Fox Sports, did, did so as well. But upon you first hearing the news, Nick Saban, after 17 years announcing his retirement, telling the team this also, what hit your mind? Um, I think the I think I had a lot of questions, of course. First off, I think when you see something like that, your first mind is, is the first thing that comes to your mind is, is it must be fake or it's a fake account or something like that. But, of course, it got confirmed by multiple people that Nick Saban was indeed retiring. And then I started to wonder, of course, me being a recruiting guy, what does that mean for recruiting and what does that mean for Alabama football because it, it came out of nowhere. And I think as people who cover the sport and fans who watch the sport who love Alabama football as well, I think you start to wonder, like, where does Alabama Because there's, like, no roadmap for, in particular, for what's next after a great, like, Nick Saban retires, something that was definitely unexpected and it came out of nowhere a little bit. So I think um, that's like the first thing that came to my mind, like where does Alabama um, go from here in terms of how the program looks and who who the next guy is and how that looks. I think that's the biggest thing. Now, Justin, but before we get into how this, you know, affects the whole recruiting landscape, for me, I kind of had a small, a very small feeling in the pit of my stomach that, whether Bama would have won the national championship this year with this past season and overachieved in 2023. Whether Bama won the national championship or not, I kind of had this small feeling that Saban probably would walk away. I never thought in a million years that that small gut feeling I had would come true, would come to fruition, but, but, but it has. And, uh, just from just from that perspective, when you look at how much Justin he has done for this program, when you look at the national championships, the conference championships, the, the top-ranked recruiting classes, putting guys in the NFL, you got a whole college football full of Nick Saban assistants. So when you look at just the legacy in its totality, like what, what, what does it mean for you? I think the biggest thing that's been uh, not only someone who covers up on football, but a college football fan, you just look at, the, like you said, the landscape of football, Nick Saban handprint is all over it in terms of all of those assistants at different programs who have had a lot of success with Kirby Smart winning back-to-back -back national championships with Georgia. You got Dan Landing at Oregon. There's so many guys across the country doing great things with college football. Nick Saban has played a role in that. Think about the draft picks, all of those um, guys who went on to do great things in the NFL. But I think as a guy who loves football, college football in general, and I think Alabama fans, I think some of the biggest things that you're, that you're going to remember are those moments 
in the game where Alabama came back, the SEC championship wins, the tight games in the SEC, and Brian Denny when Nick Saban was on the sideline. I think you're going to hold on to those memories um, the most. I think those are people are going to remember the most about the Nick Saban era because I think those moments in time time are what people remember the most about a guy like that, that is as great as Nick Saban. So, Justin, now we're going to get into what people want to know from the recruiting standpoint, and that is why you're in here. When you look at recruiting being the lifeblood of college football, Nick Saban, one of the top recruiters out there, if not the best recruiter out there, prior to him announcing his retirement, a story came out about how the how these athletes now have a 30-day window if they choose to want to leave Alabama go elsewhere with this news happening what do you sense out here now on the recruiting trail especially with you got the 2024 class in headlined by guys like Julian Sands, Sterling Dixon you know those guys and then you have a, a Ryan Williams five-star wide receiver Bama commitment that's the most gifted receiver we've seen from the state since Julio Jones 2008 announcing his decommitment from the program I get that because you want to come play for Nick Saban and when Nick Saban's not there kind of defeats the purpose of who you want to come play for so if you kind of in in the best way you can just to kind of lay this out where are we standing in recruiting right now with this move coming from Nick Saban. That is where we're going to see that because, like I said earlier, questions came to my mind because we don't know. We don't know how Alabama looks without Nick Saban. And if you're in the recruiting world, and if you are a recruit, and Alabama has used this basically not against the other programs, but basically at the strength of his program, the stability of Nick Saban, that he's always going to be the consistent force in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> right at this moment, at this particular point in time, that is not evident. And it's hard to um, recruit and move forward when you don't got a head coach. And look at Alabama staff. If we bring a new guy in, does he keep those assistants who have built relationships with those recruits? So a lot is in the air in terms of things from recruiting landscape, which is not, which is why it is not a surprise why a guy like Ryan Williams would decommit from the Crimson Tide. I'm not saying that he's not going to still consider Alabama, but if I was a recruit like Ryan, I would take a step back and say, yo, who is Alabama going to hire as their main guy, as the head coach? Because if we just got on, Alabama is going to look the same without Nick Saban. That is, that's a disrespect to Saban. Saban meant, meant a lot to the program. He is the program. He is the standard. He is the process in terms of being their head guy. So, you know, it's going to look a lot different if you bring another guy in. And from a recruiting perspective, you always want to look at look at things from the uh, from a future eyesight in terms of how your future is going to look. So right now, I think things are a bit at a standstill for the Crimson Tide, and especially looking at it from a recruiting um, perspective. If you are recruiting, you want to see who has Alabama hired. Do, do you like that guy? Do you have a previous relationship with that guy at the school he was previously at? So I think that is the biggest thing in terms of recruiting. I think the next couple of days will determine how things are uh, shape, shape up in terms of the recruiting world, specifically in that 2025 recruiting class. We will see if Ryan will consider continue to consider Alabama. I think he would, uh, most definitely, but it all it would all depend, depend on who will be Alabama's head coach. Of course, of course, that transfer portal window is open. You never know what the portal will look like on um, what Nick Saban choosing to retire, which opens that window even longer for Alabama. So you never know how that will look because the portal just always seems to surprise me as it gets more and more as a part of just the culture of college football.
He's Justin Smith, the director of scouting and recruiting for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, coming on here just to give us his thoughts here. Coach Saban announcing the retirement. And what does this mean? What could this look like in the recruiting landscape of things in the days to come? Justin, I know your phone is blowing up. We appreciate your time, man. We appreciate it. We'll have you on again soon, man. Thank you. Have a good day, Steve. Absolutely. Justin Smith joined us right there uh, talking about from, what does it look like from the recruiting aspect. We're, we're going to keep you right here because we're going to talk about more of this move. This, this John came as a shock, a complete bombshell because no, no one saw this coming. This shocked a lot of people. It shocked me. Like I said, I may have had a small gut feeling, but I never thought the small gut feeling that I had would actually come into fruition, especially when – I've had the esteemed joy and honor and privilege of covering an incredible coach, an unbelievable man, and a force in college football for over a decade. And he's given us something to enjoy. And he's given us something to to brag about for over a decade. So th this is definitely a, a complete bombshell with Coach Saban announced his retirement. You know, once again, he told the players that he's retiring. There's been a, a release statement out from his Terry Saban and the Knicks Kids Foundation kind of reiterating the retirement. So a press release from Coach Saban through Greg Byrne could be coming soon. We don't know, but it could be coming soon. Could there be a press conference coming? We don't know, but upon getting that information, we will get that to you. What we do know, the announcement has been made from Coach Saban. He is retiring from the University of Alabama as its head coach after 17 years of excellence with this program dating back to 2007. January 3rd, 2007, when he was hired. Now, when you look at just his accomplishments as a head coach at Alabama, unreal. You're looking at six national championships, three of those in the BCS era, uh, the Bowl Championship Series era, 2009, 2011, and 2012, and then three more national championships in the college football playoff era. We're talking 2015. 2017 and 2020, uh, Nick Saban equaled the great Paul Bear Bryant in terms of national championships with six, although many would say, and I myself would put myself in that category as well, that Saban surpassed the Bear in terms of college football. You have much more hurdles to get through now than what you did then. So for most people, they would look at Saban's six national championships as a little bit more of a higher accomplishment than that of Paul Bear Bryant. But saving six national championships, nine SEC titles at Alabama, nine. Uh, the latest one, uh, he dethrones a two-time college football playoff national champion in Georgia to win that SEC title. Coach Saban, we're looking at several play. He's got several top-ranked recruiting classes. He stockpiled numerous top-ranked recruiting classes for the University of Alabama. Uh, he was able to do that. He put a hundred-plus players in the NFL draft. Saban was able to accomplish that. Of those hundred-plus players, we're looking at forty-plus guys were first-round draft picks. 
And in April's draft coming up, he looks to have three to four more go in that first round as well. Uh, Saban was able to get numerous Coach of the Year awards. He is a finalist for the George Munger Coach of the Year for this past season. He's a finalist for the George Munger honor there. Saban also was able to build 19 houses for the Habitat for Humanity, helping families in need that had lost homes. Uh, we all remember what Coach Saban did the 2011 season when you had the April 2011 tornado, the vicious EF4 tornado that ripped through the entire city and other areas. Saban, Miss Terry, the first two people on the ground, helping families in need, helping people in need, rebuilding homes, rebuilding communities, rebuilding infrastructure, you know, all of those things. So Nick Saban's legacy, not only special at the University of Alabama, but special across the state, you know, as a whole. He got this 2023 Alabama team to overachieve after the loss to Texas in week two and a struggle win against South Florida in week three down there in Tampa. It was Bama's no good. Write them off. They're not competing for an SEC championship. They're not competing for a college football playoff. There's no way on God's earth they're going to get themselves off the tarmac. And this 2023 Bama team with Coach Saban overachieved. He got a lot out of Jalen Milrow. He got a lot out of that roster. <laughs> got Bama to the SEC Championship where it won. Got Bama to the college football playoff to where it came four minutes and 41 seconds away from playing for a national championship. And if Bama would have put away Michigan, I think they would have put away Washington to win of that national championship, but he got a 2023 Bama team to overachieve. And now the biggest question is on the face of Greg Byrne as the AD. This is where Greg Byrne makes that check. There's a lot of pressure on Greg Byrne right now. Who do you get to replace the legend, the greatest of all time, the legacy? Who do you get? To succeed, you can't replace him, but who do you get to succeed, Coach Saban? Now, Mal Moore will forever be remembered as the guy that went out there and got Saban as the AD. Mal Moore saw after what Bear Bryant did and Gene Stallings did in 1992, you know, Mal Moore saw, you know, we're not getting it done with Dubose. We're not getting it done with Franchoni. You know, Mike Price got fired before he coached a job. Shula was okay, you know, sometimes giving a bad rep, but, you know, didn't win a national championship with Shula. So Mal Moore saw the mystique leaving, but Moore went out there and he got Coach Saban. And he was forever remembered as the AD to get Bama turned around by getting Nick Saban. If you're Greg Byrne, you're playing poker with house money. You got to make the you got to make the move. This has got to be a big move that you got to get. Now, there are some names out there that Alabama's considering, and I'll get to those in the next topic. And there's already been some reports, some rumors out there that Alabama has found their guy. We shall see, but this is going to be a big move here for one Greg Byrne. We're going to go to our first break here on the show. Don't touch that dial. We're just getting you started. When we come back, 
I want to hear from you, the Bama fans. What's going through your mind right now? We'll get to, we'll get we'll get it from you right after this. Chris Rogers, 2009 National Champion. You are listening to the baddest, when I say the baddest, sports show in the state of Alabama. In my own words, you know, yours truly. Touchdown Alabama Magazine, don't touch that dial. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion and... Ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes, making memories from scratch. And we're back into the action here, folks, from the break. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of TDA on a bombshell of a Wednesday. Coach Nick Saban, after 17 years at the helm as the University of Alabama's head football coach, announced his retirement today, earlier today. News was first reported by ESPN's Chris Lowe, followed by Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports and others. Coach Saban at 72 years of age and good health. Really good health, by the way. We're talking about seven-time national champion, six times at Alabama, nine-time SEC champion at Alabama, put 100-plus guys in the NFL draft, 40-plus of those first-round picks, did a lot for this Alabama football program, announced his retirement today, and the question everybody wants to know where does Bama go to from here in terms of the state of the program with the Saban era officially ending? Before we get into that, got some super chats to go through. So we got totally not rushed past with a 199 in the super chats. Appreciate that coming in from totally not rushed past. Appreciate that right there. Then we got the Sage dropping in with a $10 donation. Appreciate that coming from the Sage as well. That daily super chat goal, $100. Daily super chat goal, 100 bucks right there. 205-448-1358. And I'm gonna call in to let your voice be made known on the show. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. We want to hear from you now. There are a few names that have been thrown out as potential top targets here for Alabama to have as Nick Saban's successor. There's some names out here. So the, the first name everyone's talking about, we'll get to this even more in the next topic, but the first name everybody's talking about is Dan Lanning. Uh, Dan Lanning of Oregon's a big name right now. Uh, Lanning was on the 2015 Alabama coaching staff that won a national championship. He was on that staff with Kirby Smart, with Lane Kiffin, with Mel Tucker. I've had ace of a coaching staff, Bo Davis. Dan Lanning was a GA. He was a graduate assistant on that staff. So Lanning right now, 
top name uh, on that list there. After Dan Landing, Lane Kiffin's name's been thrown out there. Uh, Kiffin, who has said, he, he, I know he likes to poke fun at Nick Saban, joke around, but at the heart of Lane Kiffin, he has a lot of respect for Coach Saban. Saban reached out and extended and extended Kiffin the olive branch when nobody else did. When Kiffin was at his lowest point in his coaching career, and nobody wanted to touch that man with a 10-foot pole, Nick Saban, Nick Saban went out there, gave Kiffin the olive branch, and Kiffin thrived with that olive branch. And he has stated a lot of times the respect he has for Coach Saban. Kiffin's name has been out there. Steve Sarkeesian is a name being considered. Yes, he is growing at Texas, doing big things at Texas. But Sarkeesian is a name being considered. Before we get to more, we're going to go to the phone lines right now. We grab this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name. And where you calling from? Steve, this is Brandon from Mobile, Alabama. Brandon, what's going on? Man, devastated a bit, man. Uh, best football, arguably, arguably the greatest college head football coach in the history of college football, man. We have lost um, to the game. Uh, but also, you know, it's definitely a proud thing to be a Bama fan, man, and just say that we were able to witness the greatness of Nick Saban. Um, I, I think we were definitely blessed that he came to, to Tuscaloosa and deliver multiple national championships. Um, but the biggest thing, I mean, right now we just got to look forward towards the future. So far it is a little bit, you know, a little bit rattled with with the loss of Nick Saban not being no longer the head football coach at Alabama. So now it's just you start the portal's going to reheat up. You know, I'm hoping, you know, we can find a head coach soon. Uh, we just lost Ryan Williams. Um can't lie, I got a feeling he's headed to either Auburn or Texas. It's just a lot, Steve. You know, what are your thoughts on it, man? You know, is there a guy out there uh, that you feel would be a great candidate for the job at Alabama? I've got three. I've got three, Brandon. Number one, I think Dan Lanning would be perfect. Smart, incredibly gifted, we saw what he did with Oregon as a head coach, took them to, you know, Pac-12 championship. Like, Dan Lanning would be perfect. He was on that 2015 staff. He sat under Nick Saban. He sat under Kirby Smart. He sat under Lane Kiffin. He was on that staff. So Dan Landon would be number one. He'd be ideal. If you couldn't get if you couldn't get Dan, which I think you're gonna get Dan, but if you couldn't get Dan, the number two guy that I would look at, I would look at Kiffin. I would strongly look at Kiffin. He changed your offense. He changed your whole offense. And we've seen the respect. We've seen the respect that Kiffin has for Nick Saban. The third name, this would be a stretch, but the third name, I would pick up the phone and see, could I get D'Amico Ryans back home? That would be something. Could you could, could you get D'Amico? Now, I know he's in the playoffs. He's coaching the Houston Texans. He's had, doing a phenomenal job as a rookie head coach. Right. D'Amico played right. at Bama. He was a legend at Alabama. Right. He's from Bessemer. Couldn't you get him back right. home? Man, I, I, I would love D'Amico as well. D'Amico is definitely a not only a, a locker room guy, but he's a leader. Uh, D'Amico is a winner. 
And, you know, him being in Houston, I know it'll be – like you said, it's a stretch, man, because right now he's already changing the culture at, in Houston, and he's reviving that organization, uh, him along with, with C.J. Stroud. So that would, would be definitely a stretch. But I would love to have uh, uh, D'Amico as well. What do you think – I'm hearing a lot of Dabo because he has ties with Alabama. Um, and based off his track record with Alabama, you know, being, you know, that being his alma mater. And, 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 but my only thing with Dabo is, will Dabo really translate and, and, and really get the ball rolling with this new wave of college football? Because I've already been hearing where he's not big on the portal and, right. you know, you know, that, you know that, a lot of players are behind him. That. That, Brandon, is the biggest question for Dabble to answer is if right. he wants to come to Alabama, will he embrace the portal? Will he embrace right. NIL? Because he is in firm friction against it, and that's hurt Clemson. Right. So if, da- if, if, if Dabo wants to come to Alabama, he would have to have a full look at himself and be like, look, the portal's not going anywhere. I have to embrace it. NIL's not going anywhere. I have to embrace it. So until he's ready to do so, I don't think Dabo's to move. Agree, agree. And then last, last few things, Steve. I don't want to hold you, hold you call. I know plenty of people are just emotional right now, and, and it's a lot going on. Uh, one name I'm gonna tell you now that I saw, man, that came up. I do not want to see James Franklin at, at no Alabama, man. I do not want to see James Franklin at Alabama. I'm just not a fan. Um, I mean, I, I just don't see it. It, it, it definitely doesn't look like something that's entertaining. That would definitely absolutely be one of the most things. I, I just think Bama would regret if they hire someone like, like James Franklin. I, I don't see it, man. But other than that, Steve, you know, again, you know, I want to thank Saban, and I'm sure everyone, everyone in the uh, Bama fan base, definitely, you know, we want to say thank you and, and man, roll tide and, and, Definitely will be missed, Saban, you know, being the head coach at Alabama. But, you know, we got to move forward, and we got to hope for a great future. Thanks again, Steve. Appreciate Brandon. Appreciate Brandon for Mobile for that call there. We grabbed this when you're live on the show. What's happening, how we feel, and state your name, and where you calling from. What's going on, Steve? This is Rod from Mobile. What's going on, Rod? Steve, what the hell, man? I'm at work, and next thing I see, Nick Saban retire. How the hell did this come out of nowhere? I, I, I mean, I, I mean, Rod, it, it's it's crazy because he's in strong health. I remember one of the media networks was talking about him retiring, and his daughter jumped on social media and kind of shushed that down. Then Terry on Arnold was talking about how Saban's going to stay coaching. Saban ain't going nowhere. So for so for this to happen. Uh, Somebody knew something because uh, somebody had to have known something. Kevin Steele had to have known something because Saban and Kevin Steele, they both came to Alabama together in 07 because Saban hired Steele, and now they both retire together. Man, somebody had to know something, Steve. It ain't like he just walked, hopped out of bed this morning and said, oh, I'm going to retire today. I feel like somebody, today. Somebody, s- s- somebody, somebody, somebody <laughs> within that organization knew and they knew for a while. My only question is, now that Saban gone, man, do you think half of our damn team enters the transfer portal? And, that, you know, obviously with a new coach next year, I don't know if Jalen Miller will still be the quarterback or not. That, that, 
that that comes down to the, the, the next seven to ten days is going to be crucial because that, that's what's being reported right now. That's the rumor right now. The next seven to ten days, Greg Byrne expected to have somebody named, have somebody uh, in that role and in that spot. So it depends on the next seven to ten days who does Bam bring in. Byrne has a lot of pressure on him because this move has to hit. If you're trying to prevent a lot of your players from hitting that portal, this move has to hit. Steve, I can't wait that long, man. I need to know tonight. <laughs> I, 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 I know, man. I, I have an idea of who it may be. I have an idea of who Who's it may be. It very well It very well may be Dan Landon of Oregon. That's the top target. That's the first guy that's going to have a shot to take it or turn it down. But knowing Dan Lanning, you were, you were a GA on this team in 2015. You sat under Saban. You sat under Kirby Smart. You sat under Lane Kiffin. You sat under Mel Tucker, the ace of a staff that was in Tuscaloosa in 2015. I think Dan takes it. I hope Dan takes it, man. I like Dan. He's young. He's fiery. And the only thing with my thing with Lane is if we get Lane, I see this. A decline on the defensive side of the ball, man. You know, Lane, but all his teams ain't never played much defense. That is that is that is a fair point that you bring up there. That's a fair point. So if you get Lane, you definitely will have to sure have a surefire defensive coordinator. Yeah, that is true. But man, I'm just as shocked as you is. I'm gonna get off here and let somebody else get on, man. Roll tight. I hope this dynasty continues. Appreciate Rod from Mobile calling in here. We take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, Stephen M. This is Tide Man checking in from Jackson, Mississippi. How you doing? Tide Man, I'm, I'm doing okay as I was driving to get food is when I got the news of Nick Saban retiring, and uh, I had to keep the car in the road because uh, I'm driving through traffic as this is happening, but kept the car in the road. Thank you, Lord. But uh, I'm doing okay. Right on. Yeah, I tell you what, I've been um, been pretty emotional about it, having a few tear, tears in my eyes, but, um, you know, I appreciate the last two callers. I agree with them, especially the uh, – First caller, um, this is just a time. I hope all Bama fans. And I know, I know, all Bama fans are feeling like I do, um, sad, but just overwhelmed. More importantly, with a sense of of, of gratitude. Uh, I mean, seventeen years, a seventeen year ride, seventeen year run of do- total dominance. Um, not only. The way said uh, not only how he won, but the way he won. In this day and age, of so much uh, scrutiny on social media and everything. I mean, because 17 years, no scandals. Um, just, just, just remarkable. And every time that Nick Saban, every press conference he gave, whether it was after a win or a loss, uh, anytime I heard Nick Saban give a press conference about anything, I always learned something new that I could apply to my life as a person, to my personal life, about overcoming adversity, you know, about not looking at the scoreboard of life, but just doing what you know you can do to make a positive difference in your life and positively affect other people. Um, he has helped me to overcome a lot of difficulties, a lot of troubles in my own life and given me hope to carry on when, th- when times got really, really tough and things weren't going my way and I tended to despair, or get discouraged, you know. I could I could listen to Nick Saban and 
we remember it's all about that process, just like it is on on the football field. It say it applies to life. And he would say that he's like, look, this this applies to life too. You know, can you overcome adversity? So I think we're always Alabama fans. Obviously, sad, disappointed that this dynasty, uh, Nick Saban dynasty, at least, has has come to an end. But I think we're all equally full of gratitude uh, to him, to Miss Terry. Uh, going all the way back to, to Mal Moore, may he rest in peace for what he did to get Nick Saban to come to the capstone. So um, I'm I'm just, you know, my heart is, is full. You know, my heart is full of thanksgiving and gratitude. And, you know, yeah, now we got to, uh, I guess like they do with players, you say next man up. I guess we have to do that now. You know, next man up. Who, who's going to be the next coach? But there's nobody that's ever going to replace Nick Saban. And we might as well get used to that. I like your three candidates that you mentioned. I agree with 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 all the three of them. Um, I, I've I've grown on Lane Kiffin. Uh, five six years ago, I wouldn't want to touch him, but uh, but I think he the thing I've noticed about him is I think he's kind of I think he's kind of an Alabama fan, or at least a Nick Saban fan. I mean, he has said some very very complimentary things about Alabama and Nick Saban over the past two or three years. So. I would like that aspect. You know, you got a guy that's been in Alabama for a little while under Nick Saban, and he understands the culture. He understands the standard. Um, so in that sense, I could see him being a, a really good good fit. I don't know enough about Dan Lanning, but you bring up some great points, and I'm glad to know that he has experience coaching under under Nick Saban for a while. So uh, there's no doubt the success he's had at, at Oregon. But um, right now, you know, I know it's urgent. we got to get on top of finding us a new coach. But right now, I'm just, I don't know. I just want to take some time for us to all be thankful to Nick Saban and to be thankful for what we what we saw. 17-year run of, of total dominance that will never be replicated by anybody ever. To me, he's not only the greatest college football coach. To me, he's the greatest coach in any sport of all time ever, ever. So anyway, thanks for what you do. Thanks for keeping us updated. Everybody, let's keep our heads up, live with gratitude, and then get back to work and uh, see who's going to be the next next head coach at Alabama. Thank you, Coach Saban. We love you. We always will. Roll Tide. Appreciate Todd, man, calling in there from Mississippi, giving us his thoughts on today's show. We grabbed this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Stephen, Bill from New York. Oh, man. Uh, this, this is rough, you know. I know, Bill. I, I I I can feel it in your voice, man. I know. You know, I, I I went to a Bible study today, so I turned off my phone. You know, I came home, took a nap. My phone's blowing up. I got everyone in the state of New York calling me. People are, how are you doing? Are you okay? It's it's crazy, and you know, I am okay, but it, like I'm not that. I'm not okay by a whole hell of a lot, you know, look, you know, my thing is we got to, we got to stay together as fans and we got to like, just keep it going. I was a a Bama fan before Saban. I'm so old. I remember Bear Bryant, you know what I mean? With my father sitting me in front of the TV saying, that's Joe Namath. You know, I, I go back that far, you know? So I, I have candidates for coaching. You know, Kiffin, yeah, I like him because he's crazy. You know what I mean? Kiffin's a little little out there, you know. And I, I, <clears throat> I want more than anyone else, I don't think it's possible, but I'd like Sarkeesian. 
You know, I, I think he's a great, great offensive mind, great coach, you know. But I, I got a dark horse is, is Loxley. I think he'd oh, be good, too. Okay. You know, I think he'd be good, too. He was like a Saban disciple. You know, you'd hear him talk about Saban and everything. You know, I think he'd be a great coach, too. I don't know, man. You know, I need more time to think about this. But, you know, I'm just glad I got to see a game this year. That's what Diana says. She says, we went down there, you know, fulfilled the dream, and I'll be back. You know, I don't know. What do you think, Stephen? What are we going to do? I, I, I look at this, Bill. I believe Greg Byrne already has the guy picked out, and uh, we, we're about to see you know what this move is. We remember when Mal Moore saw the program slipping, he went out there and got Nick Saban. And even though Mal Moore has been passed since 2013, we remember Mal as that was the AD that turned it around by hiring Coach Saban. Now here is Greg Byrne in the same situation. The move that you make, can this move be the move to keep this thing trending forward? No, he will never replace Nick Saban, but can he just keep the thing trending forward? The main thing is to, I I just hope he's okay. You know what I mean? I hope it's not a health issue. Right. I know how it is, you know, when you get old, you you know, who knows? You know what I mean? But anyway, man. Thanks for keeping us all together. You know, you know how I feel about this show and everybody on it. So God bless you all and uh you know, roll tide, baby. Roll appreciate, tide. Appreciate my man Bill from New York calling into the show on a Wednesday. We continue with calls. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feel and state your name and where you calling from? Hey, my name is Dennis. I'm calling from Huntsville. Dennis, how we doing? I'm doing okay, Steve. I'm. I got. I, I got to tell you, I'm a little bit worried. Um, I haven't had this feeling since the pre-saving era of just a little bit of pessimism. I really think if we don't hire Dan Lanning, we're in trouble. I honestly think things like talking about guys like D'Amico Ryan's and Dabo Sweeney. It's not that I think those guys are bad coaches, but we've got a machine. This is a machine. You know, Saban's built a machine here at Alabama, and this machine runs a certain way. And I don't want – I mean, as good as D'Amico Ryan may be, as good as Dabo Sweeney may be, I don't want a guy – we're handing somebody the keys to a Ferrari. I don't want them rebuilding the engine, if you know what I mean. We need somebody that knows how this engine runs, that knows how to run a program that's built like Saban's, there's a couple guys that are out there that know how to do it. Obviously, Kirby Smart replicated it in Georgia. He ain't coming. Sark knows how to do it. If I had, you know, a real number one, it would probably be Sark. But I just don't think we're going to compete with Texas money. Um, really, it's the, the next guy on that list is Dan Laney. I mean, he's shown he can do this at Oregon. I mean, he's built a machine similar to what we got based on first recruiting first, X's and O's second, you know, get great uh, uh, assistance, and, you know, ha- build the process. You know, build the process. It's Dan Laney. I, I just, you know, the other guy I was thinking down the list is Todd Munkin. He, he was at Georgia. He knows how – Glenn Schumann's too young. I mean, he's too young. Great, great if we got him for de- defense coordinator. He's too young to come from Georgia. 
and I know people are going to shoot me for this, and I certainly don't want this to happen, but if we have to go down and down the list, Mario Cristobal. He knows how the machine runs. The man's a recruiter. I don't know if he'd be he, – he, I mean, honestly, he's not a, the first choice, but at least he knows how the machine runs. At least he knows how to run – a program like Alabama's, although he hasn't done that great job at getting that going in in uh, in um, in Miami, he was doing okay at Oregon. So I don't know what you think about that, but I mean, I think that's why Dan Lanning's first. You know, he knows how to run the program. He's not going to come in and you know try to you know rip apart the engine. He's he's just gonna maybe he'll make a tweak here or there, but the engine stays basically what it's how it's going to be. Glenn Schumann right now, not Glenn Schumann, but uh, Dan Landing right now is the top name. He's the top target across the board. He's the top choice that uh, that uh, that Greg Byrne is looking at for this spot right here. Appreciate Dennis calling in from Huntsville. Great points from him. We continue with this call. We grab this one. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, Stephen, this is Tim. I'm calling from Atlanta, but I'm originally from Birmingham. I want to say road tie to all the Crimson Tide fans. Um, first thing I want to say is I want to thank you, say thank you, Nick, for all the um, championships and all the national titles that you brought to Bama. You are indeed the GOAT. Um, I just had two things I wanted to ask you, um, Stephen. Um, number one, uh, there was a uh, social media uh, post that Marlon Humphrey put on today. I want to know how you feel about that. Do, um, do you know which one I'm talking about? Was it the one where he said about, you know, Michigan, if they were to play it again, Bama by double digits, or was it another one? It was another one. I, I can read it to you. Okay, go ahead. He said, um, he said I would um, have been in that portal so fast when I heard Saban was retiring, LOL. I just think that that was kind of foul for him to put something like that on social media. And then, you know, right after that, we got decommits. You know, I, I just want your, your take on that. That, okay, th- th- that right there, that right there, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have said that. I, I know for a lot of these young athletes, the main reason why you want to come to Alabama is to be coached by the legend, by the greatest of all time, that being Coach Saban. So uh, in that sense, I wouldn't have put that out there on social media like that. And, and I agree with you. Um, but it is what it is. You know, hopefully, you know, a lot of players won't leave and we can, you know, try to um, do control damage, so to speak. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you, I know you said the Miko, um, you know, in the mix, that was one of my picks as well. Um, I just think that we should get an NFL coach. That's just my personal opinion. You know, some people might not agree with me, but – he would be top pick in my on my list, but the other guy that I thought about that's doing really good right now, that's kind of a, a hot person in, in the NFL, is Antonio Pierce. What do you okay. think about that? Okay. 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 And Antonio Pierce now, he really got this Raiders team playing. And, uh, exactly. and and if, if Vegas if Vegas doesn't offer him the job because we all know in the pros even though you have an interim coach and that interim coach is working his tail off and the players fight for him and the players play hard for him we all know in the pros they're gonna look for a bigger name first 
So if the Raiders right. if, the, if the Raiders make the move of getting a bigger name, I wouldn't mind seeing Antonio Pierce. I wouldn't mind him getting the call, but I kind of want to see what do the Raiders do first. Right. Yeah, that, that's all I had. But that that those are two, you know, the, the option that I thought that you know they 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 should look into that as well. Absolutely. Appreciate my man Tim calling in from Atlanta, doing, giving his thoughts here on the show. We got some super chats to get to. We got Ask Bama Girl 26 with the 50 dollar donation. Dropping the love in there. Appreciate Ask Bama Girl 26. My man Bill from New York. Big Bill always showing love. He's dropping that $10 in there. And then we got J.D. Long, the pride of Birmingham himself with that nine. 99 in there. Appreciate all of you helping us out on the show. That daily super chat go $100. Daily super chat go 100 bucks right there. We get back to the phone lines now. We take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. This is Derek from Omaha. How Derek, you doing, Steven? Derek, man, how you feeling, man? I, I, I know you got a lot to say, man. Lay it on me. Man, I'm going to tell you like the first time I told you, man, uh, I'm sick to my stomach. I had to run in this blizzard and go get some Pepto-Bismol, man. I'm so sick to my stomach over this. But I'm going to leave it on the – I'm going to leave it on the um, the way Saban – how he said it. It's like, you know, you, you get 24 hours to celebrate or mourn, and then you move on. And I don't think Saban's the type of dude that will be um, – he he would retire like this unless he didn't unless he didn't have somebody in mind to replace him. I really don't think he's that type of uh, uh, coach. Um, this is this is a this is this is a shock to me. This is this is disappointing to me. But the the writing was on the wall. You know, what I mean, I, it, you could see him on the sideline. He just wasn't that fiery coach as he used to be, and he was calming down. And you know, uh, uh, Miss Terry's telling him, yo, chill. You know, and and. With this NIL stuff going on and this transfer portal, I think that took too much out of him, too much out of him. And then with this realignment with the um, Oklahoma coming in, Texas coming in, it's going to make it tougher to win the SEC championship. And not saying he doesn't have backbone before that, but he, he he's up there in age. So I'm excited to see our next step. Are we going to have? Are we going to take a step back? Yeah, we're going to take a step back. But we're Alabama. We that we we the Crimson Tide. You know, we, we, we're not the Crimson Tide just, just by name, just by name. You know, we're Crimson Tide because we always overcame uh, adversary and, and, and bad season and all that. It's just how long is it, is, is it going to happen again? And I know we're going to make it through. And I want to tell all the Tide fans, just, you know, just, you know, mourn, uh, you know, do that 24-hour rule and then just wait to hear what, what, what's coming out of it because I guarantee you this. Nick Saban then come up with this. I don't know him personally, but – Nick Saban didn't come up with this unless he had somebody in line already, and his 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 uh his his input is going to be huge. Uh, you 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 do not you do not leave you know like that like the young man earlier said about the next coach coming in. He's getting a Ferrari. You know that that is the truth. I mean, you get an abundance of, of talent. You know, you get tradition. You get fan base. You know, and, and, and you'll be a fool to turn it down or you scared, you know, and, and I, I'm just going to I'm just going to mourn for my 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? And, and just just sit back and wait and see what's 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 going to come next, because I guarantee you Saban didn't pull this 
without knowing who's going to replace them. That's the way I feel about it. What do you got to say about that, Stephen? I feel like, Derek, everybody in that facility knew this was coming. Yes, it may have been a small shock, but everybody in that facility knew it was coming, and they've probably known for a while now. And they probably had everything built up to this moment knowing who the top candidates would be and who the number one candidate that they were going to get was going to be. So Greg Byrne and the powers that be on that board of trustees, they knew this was coming. Right, right. And I, I just, let's just, let's just, you know, calm down a little bit, you know what I'm saying, and take a deep breath. You know, I mean, this was a, this was a gut punch like no other gut punch. This is a Mike Tyson gut punch to me. You know, and so um, I'm just going to I'm just going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to trust my my, you know, the, the process and everything like that. And and, uh, you know, people people want things forever, but there's nothing lasts forever. And when that when that real realization comes to you, it's a shock. It's 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 it, it, it blows you up. It, it messes you up and stuff like that. But you just we just got to put in perspective that this wasn't going to go on forever. This had a shelf life. And Saban is like seventy some years old. So come on, man. Let's be realistic. This we don't we don't never want to see it, but it it was inevitable. So you know, just let's just put our let's just put our our our, our trust and our full support behind the decision of who's going to come next. Let's support this next dude, and, and, and let's just keep the tide rolling. And that's all I got to say, Steve, man. I'll just holler at you later, man. Roll tide. Appreciate Derek from Omaha calling in here on a Wednesday. Got to show some love to Jason Haywood with a $5 donation. Putting that love in there. Appreciate that, Jason. We return to the phone lines. Doing live on the show, what's happening, how we feel, and state your name, and where you calling from. Yeah. Mike, what's happening, man? Just a sad day. Sad day. But, you know, I really don't want to talk about the next coach. What I really wanted to say is, you know, it's been a great 17 years with the man. He's shown us what, you know, a lot of these young boys, how to be a man how to be men over the 17 years, you know, and he's given a lot of himself to Alabama. And I'm just glad we had a coach like him. And I'm just glad that, you know, his wife supported him, his children supported him, you know, and, you know, overall, you know, am I sad? Yes. You know, I'm not looking towards the future right now. I'm going to wait to see who they pick, but, you know, I think tonight, you know, we should be praising the man and thanking the man for all you've given to us over these 17 years. Oh, no doubt. A- a- absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, for, for me, I-, I appreciate Coach Saban for every press conference I was in, him allowing me to speak to him and ask him as many questions as I wanted to. Uh, one of the funnies I will always take is he tried to joke with me <laughs> before this season started, and he, he kind of looked at me and said, I thought you were going to ask me about Nick's kids, but here's a football question, and he just laughed with me. So even me getting a, a, a deeper perspective and an understanding of Coach Saban, even from a joking manner, I, I appreciated that from him. Yes. And, you know, I mean, he, you know, he was a man of mistakes, too. But overall, I think over the 17 years, he showed a lot of character and he improved so many lives and gave so many people, you know, the ability to make their lives better, you know. 
And I think that's, you know, tonight, that's what I'll be thinking about, you know, and I'm sure, you know, Miss Terry will have some more chores for him now since he'll be home more, you know. I don't know how he'll take that, but <laughs> at least he'll have something to do. <laughs> He will definitely have something to do. Appreciate Michael calling in from Pennsylvania, giving us his thoughts on the show. We grabbed this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name. Where are you calling from? Um, my name is Hunter from Greenville, Alabama. Hunter, how we doing? Not too good, man. Um, a year ago, I lost my mom on Christmas Day, and today would have been her birthday. And after hearing this news of, you know, the greatest coach of all time retiring after six national championships, nine SEC titles, man, I, I just don't know how we're going to be able to replace that, man. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm 24 years old, and you know, I started watching football right around the time that he came in in 2007, became the head coach. So this is kind of real unfamiliar territory for me now, man, uh, having to embrace a new head coach coming in. I, I just don't know how we're going to follow that up. I mean, what do you, I mean, what do you think? I mean, uh, Hunter, first and foremost to you, uh, my deepest condolences uh, to you and, and the loss of your mom there. Definitely uh, our prayers out to you and your family. And uh, as hurting as you are right now, Hunter, that, that's as much pressure on the mind of Greg Byrne because he's the one that's got to make this decision of, I, 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 just, I just saw a legend retire. I just saw a legend walk out the door. I just saw the biggest ambassador of this state and of college football just leave. So what am I going to do? What am I going to do as the AD to, to, to rectify this? Now, I'm pretty sure uh, Greg Byrne has his choice already made up that, of the guy that he's going to hire, but, th but this is definitely weighing on his mind and, and his family's mind and, and on the board of trustees as well. Of course. Of course. You know, it's going to – man, he's – he has a lot on his plate, too. And, you know, I've watched Saban coach at Alabama for most of my life. And pretty young Alabama fans out there, I feel your pain right now because, <clears throat> you know, as a young fan myself, you know, we're going to probably endure some hardship with whoever we get next. Hopefully hopefully he'll hit a home run higher with, this, uh, with the next uh, replacement. But, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm willing to give this next coach a, a try. I mean, it's just hard to follow up for what the GOAT has done. I mean, greatest coach of all time, man. But I'm not going to hold you up for, you know, for long. I just want to come in and say that. Appreciate it, Steve. Absolutely. Hunter from, from Springville calling in the show. Appreciate him on a Wednesday. We're going to grab this one. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feel? And state your name. And where you calling from? You're live on the show, caller. Hello. I think we lost that call right there. Uh, you're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Uh, we lost that caller as well. But uh, you're live on the show. How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Uh, I'm not feeling that good. I'm um, calling from 
Calling from where now? Uh, Tampa, Florida. All right. How are we feeling tonight? Oh, man. Um, I feel bad uh, for what happened, you know, saving, leaving and everything. But in the same way, uh, I'm happy with everything he gave the University of Alabama. Um, and I and I guarantee you, I bet you he has a hand on who's going to be the next coach. You know, um, Saban loves the, the University of Alabama, and he never wanted to leave it, you know, in a bad situation. So I just feel I, real bad right now. I, I agree on him. He, he has the guy that he knows is going to come in and do a fantastic job here and continuing what he's done with the program. Appreciate that call coming in out of Tampa, Florida, to the show. We're going to go to this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Young Ivan on the show calling. Say it again. Isaac from Mobile. All right, Isaac, how you feeling, man? Um, I'm shocked, honestly. Shocked. But, I mean, it was a legendary run. Um, appreciate Coach for everything he did, you know. Impacted a lot of players, gave a lot of fans hope. Gave us something to celebrate people in Alabama. Um, you know, Alabama was our honor for, for you know, a good a good while, so. I you know, appreciate what, what everything Coach did for us. But I, I think the new college football kind of played a part on him retiring. Um, you hear a lot of people talk about it's a young man's game, uh, coaching that is. And I think as an old school guy, I, I think the NIL and the portal and because you got these kids that they're not playing for the love of the game anymore. You got coaches that ain't coaching for the love of the game anymore. It's about me and money and what can I get for myself and social media. And it's a lot of – a lot has changed from when he when he started coaching. And he did a good job adapting, you know, don't get me wrong. But I just think – and, you know, being as accomplished as he was, you know, it's not much for you to still try to prove at this point. Um, I just, you know, it would have been nice to see him go out with one. I didn't think he was going to retire um, after a loss. I, I, I thought Coach would have would have went out with one or he wouldn't have went out until he got one. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you know, it, I understand whatever, whatever went into that decision, you know. Uh, I'm sure it was the best decision for him at the time. Uh, one name though, see that I would have would have been interesting to me if he wasn't in some trouble before he left. Mel Tucker, that would have been an interesting name to me if that he, if he been, wasn't. That, you know. that if 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 Mel Isaac, if Mel wasn't involved in what took place at Michigan State, he would be an ideal name. But you know, unfortunately, but um, I I wasn't too strong on Dan Lanning, but I'm trying to give him a chance since everybody seems to think that that's the that that's the best hire. So but whoever it is, you know, we gotta get behind him like the other college said, support him. Um and you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be well. We just appreciate coach for the time he put in at the University of Alabama and, you know, 
we we just got to cherish what he did. So appreciate the call. Appreciate Isaac from Mobile calling in here on a Wednesday. We continue. We grab this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feel? And state your name and where you calling from. Steve, this is Jay from Florence, man. Jay, I know, brother. C -c Come on, Jay. Br bring it on in, Jay. Bring it on in. Oh, it hurt. It hurts so bad. Oh, it hurts so bad. Mm. But, 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 but. Oh, oh no, Steve. This one here, it, it hurts so different, man. This, this here, this pain, dog. But, but, what one thing that's making me feel better for all these knucklehead fans out there that got something to say is, I, I, my coach went one and went went sixteen and one against you Tennessee fans that got a big mouth. You see what I'm saying? So I'm throwing records out there on folks. So so y'all Bama fans, put it in their face. Let them have it. Let let them know what Nick did since they so happy he retired. But oh, oh this will hit hurts, D. It does. It it it, it hurt. It hurts in ways that you never would imagine because the man strong health. Uh, the man was looking like more fire was coming back to him. Uh, really helped this 2023 team overachieve. Uh, you thought, well, he, he's, he, he should have one more, at least one more left in him, and it, it doesn't happen that way. Man, Steve, I called in preseason. I said this is the most important year, man. I ain't know you, he was Jay, leave. You said it. You said, said it. This it, is this to set up for the decade. You said it. Man. I, I I just had a funky feeling, man. And for him to leave and, and to see Michigan win a national championship with the style of football that we once perfected, it man, this here, this a ooh we this this will hear bad. This a bad January, but like I say, y'all put it in their face, man. All these knucklehead fans that's happy, man, because I, I I think Lane Kissing coming. He know the blueprint. He know the administrators and all of that. I think I think Lane Kiffin coming, man. He is. I don't know. I just think Lane got the right right kind of vibe and the right kind of what 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 what, what it is. Cachet. Uh, there the you go. Cachet. There you himself. go. Cachet. There yeah, it is. I, I think I think he got a little bit of, enough of that about himself to be like, okay, Saban was here, but I'm here now. You know what I mean? And, that's that's the kind of coach you're gonna have to have, and, and he good with the with the transfer and the NIL and and all the little social media world that these new little, these new dudes weird, Steve. You know I'm, I'm a '90s baby man. These these 2010 rats, they 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 different, Steve. So and, and, and Lane's a different kind of guy. I feel like he'll be able to. He already. You know what I'm saying? Your only two losses was to Bama and Georgia. So it just seemed like it, what would Lane do if he do get a Bama? So I don't know, man. But this one here hurts y'all. Oh, ooh, ooh, we. I ain't calling in tomorrow, but I'm sure going to be late. I love y'all. Roll tide. <laughs> Appreciate Jay calling in from Florence, giving the realness in his voice to the news of Coach Saban.
retiring after 17 years of being the head coach of your University of Alabama Crimson Tide. We got some super chats to get to. That's, that's getting me pumped up right now. So we got the All-American, you feel me? Jimmy Cash Money Clay with a $25 donation popping that in there. Appreciate Jimmy Clay. Behind Jimmy, we got Vernetta Dickerson. Vernetta Dickerson with the $9.99 putting that in there. And then we got my man DP. I'm not talking Dr. Pepper. I'm talking Don Parker with a $5 donation. Appreciate that from Don. And that daily Super Chat goal of $100 has been met. Appreciate you, the Bama family, helping us out right now. Continue with phone calls here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. D, what's up, man? This is J.D. Long, man. J.D., lay it on me, man. What's going on? Oh, man. Hey, this is the crazy thing about it, Steve. I'm at work, right? So, yeah. an Auburn fan, fan come to me. Nick Saban retired. Nick Saban retired. I'm like, what in the world are you talking about? Uh, I looked at my phone. I'm seeing all these notifications. I'm like, oh. I mean, it was almost like, Steve, like the world stopped for like 30 seconds. Like, it was like, it was a shock, see. Like, I ain't, I ain't see it coming. I'm thinking we, we just, I'm, I'm watching the Bama stand-up with you and Bo and uh, Steve Bryan, they all out on there yesterday. And we were talking about, you know, who we're going to get a ride with Steve Coach, you know? And, like, today, <laughs> the GOAT retired, man. So, it was like, man, it just, everything just a shock, man. It's just like. I mean, I, I, I mean, J- JD, I, I'm literally, I'm literally, I'm driving the Chick-fil-A and Longhorn to get my wife and my daughter something to eat before I get to the studio. And I get the news across my phone from Chris Lowe. And it's like traffic just stood still. I'm trying to pull over to do something. It's like that caught me all the way off guard. I'm sitting here trying to hold the car in the road. I know. I, I didn't believe it. I, I, looked, I, I looked up on YouTube. I said, let me see. Let me see my boy Steve posting the thing. And I see you was in the car talking about it. And you looked at devastated on the video. I'm just like, oh, yeah, it, it's, it's real. It's real. It's real. I'm like, I, man. I mean, it, 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 it literally shocked the mess out of me. Because, like I mentioned, here's a man very, I mean, we knew when Bear, we knew Bear Bryant was going away. Bear Bryant had the, had the health issue. We knew Bear's on his last Correct. leg. You look at Saban, right. that does not look like a man on his last leg. So, what I don't know. What, 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 what you think it was, Steve? You think he just, just got burnt out? Or you think he just. I don't. I, I, I don't think it's burnt out. I think, I think going to this new age of college football, Saban has always said this. If I get to a point where I can't affect these kids the way I need to, but I step away. And I think this new age of college football with the transfer portal, with NIL, I think it's gotten to where the kids aren't listening to Saban the way they used to. I got you. I got you. And I think, you think that, you that, that, that's you what goes, You don't think it's coming short in the Michigan game? Thank you. You know, like that that has something to do with it. Like, what's well, coming? Just kind of come a little short. Everything saving you like, man. I think I, I put out. But really, truly, see, you don't like want to save in like best coaching jobs for what you have right. to work with. Like, we didn't have. 
We didn't have like five. We didn't have no, no offense. Like, we didn't have Jerry Henry running back, Mark Cooper receiver. You know, like we didn't have Dustin Hightower, Orlando McLean, a linebacker, or you know, or Mark. You know, Mark. We didn't have nobody like that. So to me, like you were saying, I, I mean, it, it, it kind of makes sense now. Like he kind of gave us clues, but. I'm thinking Saban's gonna at least give us one or two more years, but I, I respect Saban. I, I'm not saying it as a, I'm saying as a shot. Like I appreciate everything Saban done. Like I, I don't even want to even think about other coaches right now. My, my main goal is just like appreciate what he did, man. What he did for the program. Like it's funny, man. Like like even others. I'm, I'm, I'm looked on Twitter and other places. Like, I see other fan bases like just much respect. Like you might not like Alabama. Other other people might not like Alabama, but you respect like. The job Saban did. They ain't much just on the field, even off the field. Like well, all the stuff he do for, you know, um, you know, for different programs and boys and girls clubs. Like he's just a good, good guy, man. Like all around. So, like this is just a big shot, man. I, 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 I don't know. Think I, I don't think we will ever see a coach like this on and off the field, man. A long time, man. Like so, kudos to Coach Saban, man. Thanks for everything, and uh, thank you, Steve, for your time, man. Roll tight, man. Appreciate J.D. Long calling in there. We take this one. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, this is Marquise from Mississippi. Marquise, how are um, you? I'm all right, man. Man, the writing been on the wall all season, man. Everybody saying, everybody agreed that this was his best coaching job, you know, and I agree with that. Still SEC champs. Um, he's been he he's been he's been putting this this team through the fire, man. This team has been through the fire. He's been through the fire. This coaching staff has been through the fire, and um, I, I just feel like the writer's been been on the wall, you know, since the beginning of this season with the quarterback controversy, you know, with everything going on with the team, you know, the ups and downs that they've had. Um, surging at the end of the season, you know, it, it was a lot to to go into his retirement, and I'm just glad he, you know, found peace with it. I, I'm I'm glad he's found peace with it, and I pray that this this team can hold it together. <laughs> I pray that that they can hold it together and and find the right replacement because. To go after the goat, man, it's gonna be tough to replace that. But you want to keep that that mindset of a winning, winning environment, you know. And you know, with the players transferring now, the guys that done transferred, I mean, a lot of them had a reason to. But when you look at it, Saban ain't getting no younger, though, and. A lot of them like, man, let me get out of here while I got a chance. But I just, I just hope they can bounce back from this and and move swiftly, <laughs> because everybody's chomping at the bits now. They chomping at the bits, tough. But uh, that, that's all I pretty much got to say, man. It's it, it's tough to, right now. <laughs> it's tough for the team right now. Very tough for, for, for the Alabama Nation to, to look at this. Appreciate Marquise calling in from Mississippi with his call on a Wednesday. We're going to go to this one. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, how you doing, Steven? This is Rambo calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Rambo, Rambo. What's going on, man? Man, I was just laying down, watching TV. My notification went off. 
And I just dropped down, man. Dropped down, my girl, like, what's wrong? Something happened, it's an accident. I said, yeah, it's a huge accident. Nigga Saban retired. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here, man. Uh, I watched um, I watched the last, uh, I watched the end of the SEC championship. Another thing that was sad for me, man, if you see uh, CBS, I forgot the two guys' names. Um, they used to cover the, the football games for the SEC, for the CBS. The two commentators. I forgot their name. But, you know, that was the end of the CBS. I used to love to hear the intro, the dun, da, da, dun, that I know everybody loved that song on CBS, waking up Saturday morning watching SEC football on CBS. Them days are over with. Now, ESPN is taking the contract. That was a shift. I was like, dang, they did the outro for CBS for uh, the two dudes. Then Nick Saban retiring. Then the um, now we're going to what they said pod some type of divisions or something. The the, uh, the West divisions and East divisions not going to be the same. It's just a lot shifting and a lot is changing right now. Like it's going to be a whole new era of college football. But I really feel like Alabama is going to be like. I feel like teams uh, and people are going to wait to see what's going to happen. I don't feel like they're going to, like, take off instantly. But I really feel like whoever they hire, I don't think that they're going to take it right off the jump, like put Alabama right on the map. But I feel like Alabama is still going to do good next season. But I just feel like with the way Nick Saban was, he was just, like, otherworldly. I don't think nobody can ever, like, top that. But – and I agree with Jay, though. I agree with Jay with the Lane Kiffin hire as far as that because when you look at Dan Lennon, man, I, I feel like if we hire Dan Lennon, it will be Alabama versus Georgia reverse except for Kirby will be Dan Lennon's daddy. The way Georgia beat the brakes off Oregon, I will never forget that. They still healing from that game. So I feel like Lane Kiffin, you give him some big boys, put him in the trenches, I feel like he will go at Kirby Smart. But I feel like Dan Landon, I just feel like he'll have he, – he do go on the defensive side more than Lane Kiffin, but I just don't feel like Dan Landon is that guy. I feel like Kirby Smart would beat the brakes off of him the same way Nick Saban is treating Kirby. I feel like we're going to get that from Kirby to Dan Landon. I feel like Steve Sarkeesian or Lane Kiffin with the hire, but – that's all I wanted to say. I was just thinking about everything switching over, the SEC, the conferences switching over, the CBS contract over with, Nick Saban retiring. So it's just a whole lot of shift and moving parts going on right now. But it's a sad day for college football. But I agree with the other caller, too. He said a lot of um, people were calling in or chit-chatting, but they wasn't, like, going crazy on Alabama. A lot of people was like, Dang, it's a sad day because now getting hyped for Alabama versus whatever team giving them their best shot is is not going to be the same. Like, yeah, we used to beat y'all, but we also get hyped on those Saturday nights, those Saturday mornings or evenings because we know it's going to be a good game on Saturday. So I feel like the the hypeness for Alabama, I I don't feel like it's going to be there in the beginning, but I feel like whoever we hire is going to, still have Alabama coin because it's going to be a 12-team playoff. So, and then you got other recruits there that still, they like, okay, shit, Nick Saban left. I can get a shot now, too. It's still kids still there that want to get a shot that haven't gotten a shot. Just because Nick Saban left, it's really the diva kids. The diva kids are the ones that, like the Ryan Williams, he's a diva. You're going back and forth, like, you really didn't want to be there. Everyone knows Nick Saban going to retire soon. 
So that's all I had my take on it. I just see a whole lot of shifting parts with all of that, with all the older people leaving. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention even Eli Gold. I think Eli Gold retired this year, too, also. I used to love listening to Eli Gold. I used to listen to the radio station when I traveled on Saturdays sometimes. So everyone retired. Kevin Steele retired. Eli Gold retired. CBS contract over with. Nick Saban retired. It's like, so that's all my take on it, man. I'm just like, wow, everything is just falling. Everything is just falling. But I think Alabama's being in good shape. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate Rambo calling in from Atlanta. I think, John, that's my cue to put my name in the hat. I think that is my cue to officially put my name in the hat. But anyway, we're going to take this call right here. We're live on the show. What's happening? How are we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Yeah, this is Bryce Haynes from Kentucky. Bryce, how we doing, man? Man, Steven, let me tell you, man. So I'm I'm 24 years old. I've watched Nick Saban ever since I was eight years old. And when I tell you, man, I was at work, and it felt like I had a heart attack sitting in the truck. Man, I don't, I don't know how to feel. It's crazy days, man. It, it it's it's Bryce. It's a shocking, surprising uh, call off guard, blindsided, all of that because uh, no one thought that or no one knew it would happen this quickly. We we all had an idea that at some point Saban was going to walk away, but we didn't think it would happen as suddenly as it did, especially for somebody of whom is in strong health, somebody of whom uh, seems to still have some fire left in him. Yes, there, this is a new age of college football, and it's very challenging, but we, 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 we didn't know it would come now. We didn't know. Right, right. And uh, like I said, man, I've been watching him since I was a little kid, bro. And I, it literally felt like a relative has passed away in in my family, man. Like I, like you said, we always knew this day was going to come, but we never really knew it'd be this quick or this soon. And it almost felt uh, like like our, our hearts just got ripped out. But I'll always appreciate what Nick Saban did for – Alabama football for for me as a person, man. I I played high school football, just wishing and praying I was ho- going to be able to play for a, a coach like Nick Saban. But I did have a question for you. So if you're the athletic director and us as fans, what would we view as like the worst case scenario for the program moving forward? If, okay, if I if I, if I if I was Greg Byrne and I'm looking at the fan base, I look at the worst case scenario would be. You would hire a coach that is completely inept on offense because the game is trending there. Offensively, we know the game is trending there. If you hire a defensive coach to be a head guy, you he better bring forth a show enough stomp down good OC. If you're gonna go defensive, if, you, if you're gonna go defensive head coach, he better have an OC sent from heaven. He better have that. If you, but but with the game trending offense, if you're Greg, if I'm Greg Byrne, the last thing I would want to do is to hand the keys to this Maserati over to a coach that's completely inept on offense. That's the worst case scenario. Right, and I to me, I 
I don't know how you feel, but I think I think Dan Langing might be the uh, the the key guy because he's a young he's a young guy, and if Alabama's looking for uh, somebody to be here long term, he's obviously one of the better fits. And he's a fiery, he's a fiery, fiery coach. And if you ever watched like Oregon play, they almost play with the same tenacity of the old Crimson Tide. And, and, and I think, and, and I think Dan Lanning would be a, a home run move. The one thing with Dan, Dan coming from from a defensive perspective, if he brings if if he brings his staff with him, uh, I look at what becomes of Tommy Reese, right? Because when a new head coach comes in. Sometimes they want to keep the, the coaches that are already there, and sometimes they want to clean house and bring a whole new staff in. So if Dan Landon comes, uh, does he bring his OC from Oregon, or is he willing to stay with Tommy Reese who's already there? Right, right. Well, I appreciate you taking my call, Stephen, and roll damn tired forever. Appreciate Bryce calling in from Kentucky, giving his thoughts here on the show. We go to this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Good evening, Steve. This is Don Parker calling from Washington, D.C. How you doing tonight, man? My, my man, DP, not Dr. Pepper, Don Parker. Don, what's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I have to say, for me personally, um, I am sad to see that Nick Saban is retiring, but I'm not surprised, number one. Number two, um, I'm not going to question any man's reason to retire. Uh, I, trust me, I'm looking forward to it myself. I've been saying that all day. Uh, what I what I like to say in this regard is the fact that I enjoy seeing the era of Nick Saban at Alabama. Um, as far as, you know, being a fan and seeing Bear Bryant coach back in the day, the 83 national championship game with the goal line stand, and then seeing this era of, of Alabama football under Nick Saban, man, it's been great. Um, with that being said, um, our supporters and fan base need to understand something. Um, it, is, it is impossible to replace Nick Saban. You're not going to replace Nick Saban. Uh, our expectations are going to have to go down the tone a little bit. Um, because whoever's coming in next, we got to give them a chance for who they are. And we uh, just like with with coaches with new players, you got to kind of meet them where they are. As a fan base, we got to kind of meet who this new coach is going to be and where they are. Um, that's that's basically all I had to say. Um, happy to see the. I was happy to see this era of college football under Nick Saban. Uh, much love to everybody. Roll Tide. Appreciate Don Parker calling in from Washington D.C. giving his thoughts on the show. Before we take this next call, you, you think about this. Nick Saban outlasted in coaching. He outlasted Bobby Bowden. He outlasted Bobby. He outlasted Joe Paterno. Bobby Bowden, Joe Paterno, Mark D'Antonio. I mean, Nick, Nick Saban has outlasted quite a few coaches in this industry. So for him to go 17 years, I didn't think he would go 17. I knew he would go for a while, but I, I never thought he would go nearly two decades. So for Nick Saban to almost go basically two decades, unbelievable, incredible stamina, incredible stamina, and just consistency on his part to to do that, uh, the endurance of Coach Saban at Alabama. But we grabbed this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How he's feeling? State your name. Where you calling from? Uh, this is Jack from Savannah, Georgia. Jeff, what's uh, up? How you doing, Stephen? All right, good. buddy. Hey, uh, uh, 
I just want to say um, to Coach Saban, Miss Harry, thank you for 17 glorious years. Because you never know what you're going to get when you hire any coach. Not only, not only did he live up to what he promised, he he did that and more. And um, so it's it's a tough day. But you know, man, 72 years old, no, you can't go forever. And he deserved every day he that that he wanted to get. And um, if he wanted to retire his, his way, he did it his way. So, and with that being said, Stephen M. I got one coach that I would love to have on the sidelines, and he also coached my other favorite team, Mike Tomlin. Oh, baby, <laughs> Mike now Tomlin. Now I'm talking now, Stephen. Yes, and the standard will be the standard if Mike Tomlin get to Tuscaloosa. Ooh, we Alabama bringing Mike. That go, that would be something. If Alabama brings in Mike Tomlin, John, put that on the whiteboard. Mike Tomlin, we're going to revisit this, especially if it happens. Appreciate Jeff from Savannah calling in right there. His thoughts are Mike Tomlin to succeed, Nick Saban. We're going to take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. You're live on the show, caller. We, we lost that call there. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, my name is Randy. I'm calling from L.A. How we doing? How we doing today? Man, I was doing good. But my, my question is this, because, like, I want to praise his career and everything. But I don't get why a 72-year-old man would go – through the agony of recruiting all of the basically the top two recruiting class in the nation just to retire now. That seems odd. It, 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 it does, Randy. It does. And, and that poses a lot of questions. Is there something that we didn't know? Is there something that's not being said? I know for me covering Nick Saban, it didn't look like there were no issues health-wise. That's just me covering him and looking at him. I don't know the daily ins and outs where it's him, his family, uh, the coaching staff around the building. That part I don't know. But from what I was able to gather, just being around him, a man that was in strong health, strong state of mind, uh, looked like he still had some fire to go another year or maybe a couple of more years, but this is shocking to get this news today. Yeah, but I wish him the best. and I hope he's healthy and, uh, you know, he has a lot of life to look forward to. And thank you for uh, doing your show. You bring a lot of passion to this. Absolutely. Appreciate Randy calling in from Los Angeles. His thoughts here on the show. We take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. I'm calling from South Carolina. My name is Raylan. How are we doing today? I'm good. What's on your mind right now, man? I'm just shocked. Like, really shocked. A, 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 a lot of us are, man. A lot of us are, are shocked and, and surprised by how sudden this retirement news from Coach Saban happened. He was my childhood, for real. 
I, I mean, I, I, I understand that. Appreciate Brayton there calling in from South Carolina. You can see the emotion. You can see the other shockness, the suspense, the surprise are from everybody right now, myself included. And we're going to take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Even you need me to bring some oxygen down there, you you in shock or you, you need any help, tell me what you need. I, I, I'll be on my way. You know, wait, wait, the presence in here, wait, I, I, I'm okay. I, I'm okay. I was shocked. I mean, for me, like, I, like I've told this story quite a few times today. I'm driving to get food for the family, and I, I'm in the middle. I'm almost to the restaurant. And I'm I'm stopping in a red light, and that's when the ticker flashes across my phone. Nick Saban retiring, and I'm like, "What? Hold on!" And I'm checking to see if is this a burner account putting this out? Is this fake news happening? And then when I realize, oh wow, that this is real, I, I'm turning over, trying to get some videos done prior to coming on coming on set here. But I, I'm okay. I'm just processing the shock of all of this, like all of us are. Well, I was in Walmart, my usual annual one time a year that I go, and my phone goes to blowing up, and my aunt told me to put it in my pocket and wait till I get back home. But, yes, I mean, he done a great job. There's a lot of us on this chat that still remembers getting to see Coach Bryant do what he done. Some of us older guys, you know, the domination he had, Coach Dolan, the domination he had. Nick Saban, the domination he had. How, how, you know how many, how many actual college football fans can sit back and say, like a person like myself and a lot of the older guys on this channel can sit back and say that we saw three, I mean, just complete dominant, you know, eras, different eras in college football, which, you know, it's been a, uh, it's been a heck of a ride, and, you know, the man put Tuscaloosa back on the map. He did. That's just about, he he did, Stephen. I mean, and. Like you said, and like James Penn said, he's a good friend of mine. James Penn is, and I lived next door to his wife for years. They were our neighbor, and you know, uh, you know, just like he said, what Nick had done for the university and and the state of Alabama, and, and especially, of course, he remembered, you know, the 2011 tornadoes. He said he thought that's exactly what, you know, made Coach Saban stay at Tuscaloosa and decide, you know, I'm gonna stay here and retire, you know, after that 2011 tornado. Event. And, and I think it did have an effect on his decision. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but uh, what do you think? You, you think it did? I think it really had a big effect. I think I, I, I think the tornado showed the transparency of Coach Saban because not only did he get a chance to get more entrenched with the players, but with the families and with the people, just the people, the community, the, the city as a whole, because after that happened – he was the first person on the ground going door to door. What do you need? How can I help you? How can we fix this? How can we bring pre people together? And he challenged the players at that time on that team. Hey, you forget about yourself. You go help this community. You go help these people. So I feel like that moment caused Nick Saban to even be transparent with himself and, and, and want to be a part of something that was bigger than himself. Absolutely, and we lost uh, we lost Coach Dude. And uh, if there's anybody, you know, we tried to get hold of some people. If there's anybody here that knows his family, somebody, you know, contact some of us so we can, uh, you know, uh, 
try to do what we can do. He had a good, you know, he had a good podcast. A lot of people on here know who Coach Duke Sport TV was. So let's remember him and his family. So I'm going to hop off here. Listen, it's in good hands. There's still a lot of good people down there. They'll get the right man in there. They'll get the coaches. Might be a little fall off. But I'm going to end it here. How many years of dominance have we seen versus how many years of fall off have we seen? A person like myself, like I said, that can go back to Coach Bryant's era and a lot of us on this channel, we've had more success and we've had failure. So remember that. And, and they'll continue to do that because this program was built – by Bama Blue Bloods like Coach Moore, uh, Coach Bryant, uh, all the people that played for him, Coach Battle, all of those people. He's the one that got Greg Byrne to Tuscaloosa. Coach Battle knew what he was doing. The right man's in the position. He'll take care of it, and everything will be fine. But I love all y'all, all the donations, everybody on the channel. It's been a while since I've called in. I'm sorry about that, but I've been a little busy and watching these football games. I love all y'all. Y'all doing a great job. Y'all keep this thing going, and we'll holler at y'all later on down the road. Be safe, Stephen. Bye-bye, everyone. Appreciate Waylon calling in the president, giving us his thoughts on a Wednesday. We're still rolling with phone calls. We take this one. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hi, Stephen. This is Pretty Mimi from Florence, Alabama. How you doing tonight? Doing well, doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I'm, I'm like you. Um, I was driving earlier and I heard the news and I literally had to pull over into a CBS parking lot and take a moment. I, I knew it was coming. I didn't I honestly thought we had a couple of more years, you know, with Coach Saban. But I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't cry a little bit. It, it was it's been a very somber day, I would say. It's, um, it's, 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 it's tough because of the fact that, and, and I'll speak for me, I, I, I've, I've gotten the mm -hmm. chance here with TDA to be a part of some tremendous things in covering this program, national championships, SEC titles, all the stuff on the right. field, but being able to watch Coach Saban and Miss Terry, when you see families that have their homes ruined, and to see Nick and Terry go out there and build a home for right. families, uh, the latest right. home that was built, the Sugar Bowl home that was built after Bama on the Sugar Bowl, a beautiful black family, single mom, moved into that mm -hmm. home. And I, I, that. And, and, I, and I was there. And I was able to watch that. And, and it took me back to... When Nick Saban was first hired in 2007, he said, I'm going to give you a program that you can be proud of. He did not just say that in terms of on the field. Mm -hmm. He was saying, I'm going to give you a program even off the field that you can look at and be proud of. And by God, he delivered on both of those things. He did. He did. He did. And his, his wife and his entire family, they've just been – amazing to Alabama you know they've done so much for our state and for you know the community the Tuscaloosa community as a whole and I, I remember seeing that um, it was like a little documentary a little spot on TV where they were talking about how he they helped those families that particular the one you, you were just talking about you were speaking about and it was just a touching thing for him to do a lot of coaches go to places and they, they just get the money or the fame or they just take whatever they can take. But 
he gave back so much, and he's truly going to be missed. And I'll say, it just felt like time stopped for a moment. You know, just for a second, it just kind of like everything slowed down, and it felt like a a family member was gone. You know how you get the news of something tragic, devastating happening? And I know a lot of people were like making fun of us and, you know, laughing at, you know, domination, but it really is a, a somber day. Like we've lost a lot. We've gained a lot from him, you know, being here, but I'm just, I'm trying to be optimistic and things, but it's just a hurtful moment. And I, I did want to ask you a question. Um, I actually was about to ask you, what do you think about Pete Carroll? I know it's a long shot. He's an older guy and everything, but what do you think about Pete Carroll possibly coming down to uh, Alabama? But I'm going to tell you, the guy a few moments ago, he hit the nail on the head. Mike Tomlin would be amazing. I didn't even think about him at all. What What are your thoughts on – I know a lot of people have been saying that we need to keep tradition and we need to stay in, you know, in, in the old, old ways and all that kind of stuff, and Alabama's a machine and we already have a – identity and things, but we can't replace Nick Saban. There's no way that you can ever replace him. So, you know, what about moving in a a new direction? Just because something's new doesn't necessarily mean it won't be, you know, good as well. What are your thoughts? I'll say this, going back to Mike Tomlin, if Alabama was to get him, uh, the toughness would still be there because that man's tough. The fire would still be there. The passion would still be there. The hard work would still – Mike Tomlin is – that's an alpha man. So that mm-hmm. alpha would be right yeah. there in that room to, to, for players to run Absolutely. through a brick wall for. Now, yes, you would have to, yes, you would have to have an offensive mind right next to him, yes. But as far as the alpha man that people will run through a brick wall, people run through a wall for Mike Tomlin. That, that, that would be something. Pete, Pete Carroll – Pete Carroll would be interesting. Uh, he's a little bit different, older now, a bit different. I wouldn't be opposed to him, but he's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. It, it's, it's just crazy how people forget. Um, it's, it's been a while for both of them, but they both, you know, won Super Bowls. You know, and I know that doesn't necessarily translate to national championship titles in the college world, but, you know, I would feel good about either one of them. But I just wanted to, you know, just, you know, tell you thank you for everything that you do. You, you've created a safe place for us to call and vent and, you know, cheer along with you. Or if we lose, we, you're here to help us get through that as well. And I just thank you for everything that you do. And just want Bama Nation to keep their heads up. And it's always roll tide forever. You take care, okay? I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Absol- Stephen. Absolutely. Pretty Mimi calling in, giving her thoughts on a Wednesday. Awesome she mentioned Pete Carroll, John. Pete Carroll, people forget, he did win national championships at USC in college. Now, yes, those were taken away due to sanctions and recruiting stuff and all of that. But Pete Carroll did win national championships in college before going to the NFL Got a Super Bowl with the Seahawks. Should have two if you give the ball to Marshawn Lynch for crying out loud. But I digress from that. Pull it back, Stephen. Pull it back. Pull it back. Breathe, brother. Breathe. All right. We're gonna go. We're gonna take this call here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, Stephen. This is Mike from Kentucky. What's going on, my brother? Mike, Mike, lay it on me, man. How we doing? And I'm okay with it, brother. I'm happy for the man. 
you know, he gave us a hell of a run. Thought he if did. anybody deserves a retirement, it's Nick Saban. The man is 72 years old. And I tell you what, coaching the University of Alabama is an 18-hour-a-day job, man. For real? You know, For I, real? I, I, I can't. I can't knock him. I can't knock him. You know, thanks for the memories. And, you know, he's immortal in college football. But let's talk about the replacement. There's all these sexy hires out there. You know, Dan Lanning, Lane Kiffin, Sarkeesian, uh, you know, and a few others. But there's one guy out there, brother, that I think is the guy to take over the reins. And I know... Lately, he may not be is uh, uh, you know he might not be in the conversation as much as he used to be. But has Dan Lanning ever won a national title? Nope. Sark ever won one? Nope. Kiffin ever won one? Nope. Dabo Sweeney's took two rings off Nick Saban's fingers, brother. Beat him two out of three. And the the main reason why I think Dabo's the guy for the job. He played for Alabama. He won national titles with Alabama. He's Alabama bred and Alabama led. And I think that's what the fans want. And you know how a coach can kind of like stay at a job a little too long and it kind of gets to be, you know, ho-hum. I think if Debo Swinney took over the reins of Alabama, I fired a lot under that boy, and I don't think the train had stopped rolling, brother. What do you think? I, I mean, uh, he he's a name, Mike, that – some people have soured on, but he's still a name that's big. Like you mentioned, Dabble Sweeney's got two titles. He's got two national championships. He's got two out of three national championships from Coach Saban. And then I kind of look at this. I think Clemson is starting to disappreciate him. Think about that. I, 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 I think Clemson is starting to disappreciate him a little bit. And when you feel disappreciated – you kind of have a fire under you to go elsewhere where you can be appreciated again. Well, he played for Gene Stallings when they beat Miami down in the Sugar Bowl. I think he's got the pedigree. He's got the pedigree, and, you know, I think Bama fans want a Bama coach to lead Bama Nation. Roll dadgum tide. That's the way I feel about it. I think anybody else is, is, you know, Pete Carroll's a great coach. He's got a hell of a resume, but he's an outsider, man. I mean, let, let, let's get somebody inside the state. I think Dabo, man, I, I think he'll get right back on the good foot if we make that call. Roll that gum tied. That's just the way I feel about it, brother. Appreciate Mike from Kentucky calling in his thoughts there. Dabo Sweeney, like I said, some people, the name has soured on them. He did take two out of three national championships from Coach Saban. Like I mentioned, Starting to feel a little bit disappreciated by Clemson. So maybe this could be something that, hey, it can be appreciated again if he goes to the University of Alabama. Does Greg Byrne make that call with Dabo? We take this call here, though. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you're calling from. Yes, this is Andre from Houston, Texas. What's going on? How are you feeling today, man? Oh man, like it, it's it's the only thing I know is I was gonna take me a nap until I seen the notification, and and my heart just sunk. And and yes, he gave us great years, memorable moments, memorable speeches too, memorable tirades on the sidelines. 
And, Memorable tirades yes. at the media. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And, 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 and let me just say, I was a part of several of those tirades. I wasn't the one that asked the question. I was just in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so yes, it's, it's, yes, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that he's retiring this soon. I think he probably should have done one more year like Kobe did, you know, like got that last ride, got the last dance, you know. But either way, I'm happy for him. And, and and this goes to the Alabama haters that's celebrating this. Y'all can laugh now. Y'all can have y'all fun now. But best believe the tides will rise again. You can bet that. You can take that to the bank. Because once we get that that we need, those recruits are going to come. They're going to come. They're going to want to come play for whoever is the next coach, whether it'll be Dan Lannon or Dabble Sweeney. Mike Tomlin does sound like a good choice, but I don't know if he's going to leave Pittsburgh. It's, it's, it's a shot in the dark, but best believe we will rise again. Appreciate that call right will. there. Coming from my guy out of Houston, Texas, here's his thoughts here on the show. We go to this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Man, Steve, man, this is Ralph from Birmingham, Alabama, man. What's going on? Ralph, I'm, I'm telling you this, man. It it, it was a sh- it's a shocking day. It's a surprising day. It's a blindsided day. I've said this the whole time I've been on this show, Ralph. I mean, I'm driving to get food. I stop at a red light. It's like the world stood still. As Nick Saban retiring came across the ticker, I'm wondering, am I being punked? Where's Ashton Kutcher? Uh, there was no Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, I, was not being, I, I, I was not being punked. Uh, this is really real, and it, it happened. And I'm up here in Iowa, and it's snowing, and I can't drive. Man, like, when I seen it, I was picking up my trailer, and I was like, wow. Coach Saban. His step, he 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 he, he put this. He put it, the last time he clocked in and clocked out was in that Rose Bowl. Man, I I just want to say, man, like, thank you, Coach Saban, his staff, uh, Miss Terry, his family. Like, man, he has done great things for the state of Alabama, for Tuscaloosa, for the players that came through there. Man, like, man, to, to feel those shoes, man, those some big old shoes to try to feel. I'm, and I'm the telling expectation, you, man. man. I'm telling you, at Rail. It's, I mean, it's, it's, anybody, it's, yeah. It's the old statement, I mean, Rail. No, no, no one, uh, <laughs> no, no, no one wants to be the guy that immediately has to follow a legend. I go back to Bear Bryant's out. The guy that has to immediately follow him is is Ray Perkins. That didn't go too well. Then the guy that's next is Bill Curry. That got a little bit better. Bama didn't get back to Bama until Gene Stallings comes in in 1990. Right. Right. And even when he left, it it was still hard to even feel those shoes of Gene Stallings. So it's like, man, I'm just thankful for the opportunity to see what Nick Saban has done. You know, if if we had an opportunity to make a Bell Bryant in modern day, I think Nick Saban is – it's just straight out the mold, and it's just a new form, based on what I what I heard, you know, and based on the interviews I heard and uh, Coach Bryant, and um, it just, I'm just thankful, man. You know, Coach Saban, Miss Terry, his whole family, 
you know, this is home. Don't think that it ain't. And when you know, you always gonna have a plate and and a seat at the table in the state of Alabama. I don't care. Every all four corners. Uh, for us, who's the replacement? Man, I don't know. I don't really know, man, because it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough because I mean, it's gonna be a big ass microscope that's gonna be on them. They're gonna see everything. We're gonna see everything. We're gonna be comparing that person to Nick Saban. Oh, if Nick Saban was in that spot, you wouldn't be doing it, you know, and so Rail, don't, I just Rail, hope don't, that we get don't get me that, started on that one, Rail. Don't get me started on that one. <laughs> yeah, man, but you know, I just say, man, like I I just hope that who, whoever we get, I, I just hope that they have the same love and the same passion and the same competitive spirit that Coach Saban has. I don't expect them to do the same thing he's done, but I do expect that competitive spirit. I do the smarts, the uh, ingenuity, the intelligence, the class, the dignity, those intangible things like that. I, I do expect those things to be there. So, hey, man, roll tied to the to the Bama Nation, man. We lost a great one. But, man, we can also celebrate because he's done so much, man, so much. Speaking up for players, speaking up for uh, social issues, you know, giving people second chances, uh, uh, players, coaches. Like, it, it, you can't really – you'll run out of paper trying to write all the stuff about Coach Saban. So, I just want to say roll tide. Keep your heads up, man. It's still roll tide. We ain't lose a draw, man. I'm I'm out. Appreciate Rail calling in from Birmingham, giving his thoughts on a Wednesday. We grab this call here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Yeah, this is Jamie. I'm calling out of Alabama. How we feeling, man? How we doing? Man, man, man. Well, I, I can't be mad, but I, I, I don't want to see him go, but I ain't mad he gone. Um, a funny, the funny thing was, um, before he, he announced he retired, I was on the game with my homeboy, and I said, man, if I was Nick Saban, 72 years old with all that money, I'd enjoy, i retire and go home and enjoy my money. And about 30 minutes later, I looked at my phone. All I seen was Nick Saban retiring, Nick Saban retiring. And now I see everybody trying to say who who um they think they should replace him. I got one name that I don't know if you might agree with me or not. But uh, but who? We lost. Oh man, we 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 lost the call. He was about to get the name he thinks should replace Saban. We lost him. Lost that call. They're gonna go with this call. Man, I hate that. We're gonna go with this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Yes, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, this is Andrew. I'm from Homewood, Alabama. Andrew, um, how yeah, are we I'm feeling good. today? Well, I've been better, but um, you know, I you know, I was at the office when I heard, and really everyone just started to come out and you know ask if because i'm really the only alabama fan there along with other one other person and um you know they're just saying well how are you feeling and then i said well I, you know i've definitely been better um but Stephen, what do you think i mean i someone asked me and i said i think lane kiffin should be the next head coach um just i i didn't really have time to think about it but what do you think of, about that lane kiffin I mean, uh, Lane Kiffin, he's different. He walks to the beat of his own drum. He walks from the wild side. He's an offensive mastermind. Uh, he, he, can, he does social media. He handles NIL and transfer portal. He fits this new age of college football that we're in. 
Of course, he spent three years with Coach Saban, so he already knows the program. He uh, upgraded the Alabama offense. He's been extremely complimentary of Coach Saban. I would be, I would be perfectly fine with Coach Kiffin. I'll be perfectly fine with Kiffin. If, if, if you're able to write that check and get him in here, he's matured from what he once was. Part of that due to Saban, give him that second chance. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with Kiffin. Yeah, you know, I mean, me neither. I mean, that was just the first choice that came to mind when someone asked me about it. But, you know, uh, my wife and I, we watched the game, the, the, you know, the Rose Bowl when they lost. And it's a shame that Nick Saban has to go out that way. But, I, and I told my wife, I mean, yeah, people are upset that, that that's how it went out. But you have to look at the totality of everything. I mean, six national championships, you can't take that away from us ever. So I'm just, I'm thankful for all the memories. I've been blessed to have gone to over 50 games since I was a kid. And I went to college there, so I got a lot of student tickets that way. But I'm just blessed and I'm thankful for all the memories that, you know, Coach gave us for sure. Coach Saban giving this program a lot of happiness, a lot of excitement, a lot of joy. And he said it when he first got hired. I'm giving you something that you can be proud of. Coach Saban, you did that. And you did that in spades. Appreciate Andrew for that call. We're going to take this call here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name. And where you calling from? Hey, what's up, Steven? This is uh, Dub FFG from Fantasy Football Goat Strategies. How's it going? Doing good. Doing good in yourself. I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, some, somewhat of a sad day, but at the same time, we knew this day was going to come. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's just one of those days. And one name that I, 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 that I have that I think would be good, and I think the other caller that got cut off was going to mention it too, it would be a pop for the Crimson Tide Nation. But he may not last for about three to four years, and by the time he leaves, we might be on probation. And that would be Urban Meyer. So, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it <be> a mama. <laughs> It would be a pop, and it would definitely he would definitely know what to do with the team that we have now, and we'd probably get at least one, if not two, championships out of it. But that that thing that follows him is that probation thing. So by the time he leaves the program, it's a shambles. So I but mean, it'll be a pop. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, it'll be something. But with, with Urban, you got to also keep in mind with Urban when things don't always go his way. He, he 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 turns quickly to different vices, right? And you would also yeah. have to have him keep those vices under control. Because right. I, I, I go There's... back to the I go back to the Florida Swamp Kings documentary on Netflix. It, it talked about right. hey, when stuff was going wrong with Urban, he would turn to different substances to kind of keep him focused and ahead of right. things. So. He would have to kind of he, he he would have to taper off of those vices. For sure, for sure. And of course, the second one, which would be the biggest pop that some of the guys mentioned, would be uh, Mike Tomlinson from from the Steelers. He'll be free Saturday around five o'clock. He'll be a free agent. So I I I mean, well, I'll say well, this, Sunday I'll say Sunday around five o'clock. If the Steelers if the Steelers go ahead and confirm this and part ways from Mike Tomlin. That fire, that toughness, that alpha mentality he's got, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having it here. Same here, my brother. Well, I just want to call in and give you that real quick. And uh, good show, man. As always, I'm always watching. Appreciate the call right there to the show on a Wednesday. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. Appreciate all of you guys calling in. 
Given your thoughts, Nick Saban, 17 years, 2007, this past season, calling it a retirement. You got to think, John, Kevin Steele and Nick Saban, they came in together. Nick Saban hired Kevin Steele in 2007, and now they both leave together. Kevin Steele announcing his retirement after getting his 10th year vetted in the state to get that retirement pension from Alabama. And now Nick Saban announcing his retirement. The two coaches that helped Alabama overachieve, win an SEC championship. The two coaches that helped Alabama get back to the college football playoff after missing out on it in 2022. The two coaches that helped bring a level of respect back to this Alabama team, both retired in the same year to open 2024. I, I know, Bama Nation, I know. You're looking at 2024 like, my God, can we have a repeat? Can we have a do-over? Please. But I'm telling you this right now. Greg Byrne knows I'm going to make the biggest move of my life. And I think Greg Byrne is doing this with the program and the fan base's best interest at heart. I think Greg Byrne is going to make the right move right here. We're going to take a final break here, folks. When we get back, we dive into my projections of the candidates to potentially succeed Coach Saban. We'll talk about it and wrap things up after this. We're out here at Alumni Hall in Tuscaloosa. Oh, yeah, this. <laughs> Gotta get this. Gotta get one of these right here. Can't rock that band without this shirt right here, fresh polo. You gotta also rock the all paint. Like Kanye West right there. Keychains, gotta get you some keychains. University of Alabama keychains. I'm telling you, if you are a diehard Alabama fan and you're looking for some big time apparel, this place has got everything. We're talking shirts, shoes, sweatshirts, hoodies, cups, mugs, keychains. If you're just a Todd fan that has an itch to get more apparel, get more swag in your game, you come right here at Alumni Hall in Tuscaloosa, right here in Midtown Village. And also you can shop online. The link is in the description to get your gear right here at Alumni Hall. We also have new, fresh, exclusive TDA gear you can get right now at Alumni Hall. That's in store or online. Hit that link in the description and search Touchdown Alabama to view all of the available gear. Hurry and get yours before they're sold out. What's going on? This is Benny Bites. I'm the founder and owner of Touchdown Alabama. And you guys are supporting one of the only independent outlets covering Alabama football today. No other sports, no networks, just Alabama football. Roll, tie, roll. 
Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, Bama Nation, it's yours truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. Back to the action in my own words from the break. Appreciate all of you today. I know. Tough day, shocking day, surprising day, blindsided day. No, no one thought that the news of Nick Saban retiring after 17 years of being the head coach at the University of Alabama Crimson Tide, no one thought today was coming. No one did. But it did, and you were able to share this with us here at TDA, your thoughts, your passion, your ideas, your emotions. You were able to share that with us. We appreciate that. So as we wrap things up here, just my thoughts on the coaches that Alabama's looking at potentially that could, you know, succeed Nick Saban here. And I know um, – Greg Burns got a huge decision to make here in the coming days. He, he's playing with a huge decision he's got to make. Uh, there's a lot that's bombarding this guy's mind. Uh, but I, but knowing Greg Byrne and knowing his track record, he's got the right guy here for this job. So as we look at the candidates here, we've talked about quite a few of them. Uh, the top guy on the board, regardless of wherever you turn to in media, the top name on the board to potentially be Saban's successor is Dan Lanning. Lanning's the top name on the board right now. He's the head coach of Oregon. Did a great job with Bo Nix this year, with the Oregon Ducks this year. Uh, Dan Lanning was on Nick Saban's uh, staff in 2015 as a graduate assistant. On that, on that 2015 staff, you had Nick Saban, Lane Kiffin, Kirby Smart, Mel Tucker, Bo Davis. You had a lot of aces on that staff. Several of them. Mel, uh, Dan Lanning was on that staff. So he soaked up a lot of knowledge, a lot of information. Dan Lanning followed Kirby Smart to Georgia. And he sat up under Kirby Smart at Georgia. So Dan Lanning knows how to build a, a program toughness, a program physicality, a program with the mindset Lanning knows. He knows how to get, how to get this done. He's the number one name on this board here. And now, if he comes, he would have to bring his offensive coordinator from Oregon with him if he chooses to not want to work with Tommy Reese. But Dan Lanning's the top name on here. Number two, I would give a call to Lane Kiffin. I would look at Lane. Yes, Lane can be a bit controversial at times. Yes, he could be a bit on the wild side, but he's matured since then. He thoroughly understands this day and age of college football. He's on social media. He vibes with these kids. He's out there on the TikTok, on the Twitter, on all this stuff. He's on the, the, the transfer portal in NIL. Lane Kiffin for three years at Alabama, 2014 to 2016. He gave you an upgrade to your offense. He brought you a Heisman Trophy winner in Derrick Henry. He brought you two 3,000-yard quarterbacks in Blake Sims and Jacob Coker. He got you to a national championship in 2015. I would give Lane Kiffin a call. Steve Sarkeesian's my third name. It would be a long shot because of what he's doing at Texas, building that program. But seeing what Sark did in 2020 and one year, the COVID year, 
I will look at Sarkeesian, absolutely. Another name here, yes, people have soured on his name, but I will look at Dabo Sweeney. He took two or three championships away from Coach Saban at Clemson. A Bama native from Pelham, Alabama, played at the University of Alabama. I will look at Dabo Sweeney. It, this one right here will be a long shot, but I will give D'Amico Ryans a call. He's changing the culture for the Houston Texans, but he played at Bama. Decorative linebacker from 2002 to 05. He was a unanimous All-American in Tuscaloosa. SEC Defensive Player of the Year. The guy was phenomenal. Phenomenal NFL player. Has come up great through the coaching ranks. Doing well at Houston. I would give D'Amico Ryans a call. Two other names on the list here. The first, I would look at Glenn Schumann of Georgia. He's young. Yes, he's young, 33 years old, but has sat under Kirby Smart, has sat under Nick Saban, and the man's a genius. I got a chance to talk with Reggie Raglan, former Alabama player, just Tuesday, and yesterday, and Reggie Raglan talked about Glenn Schumann knows that defense as good, if not better, than Kirby Smart. Glenn Schumann Knew the Alabama defense when he was at Alabama as good, if not more, than Kirby Smart and Coach Saban. Glenn Schumann absorbs information. And here's a guy that can absorb it, that can teach it, that can relate it, that can spit it out. He knows it. So he's young, yes. But I would look at Glenn Schumann. The next name I would look at, kind of an underrated name, I will look at Kang Up Du Bois out of Washington. Here's a guy that took a 4-8 and eight Washington program and took it this year to being a Pac-12 champion and in the college football playoff. That guy is good. The boys out of Washington, he's good. But there's just some names there to kind of have rotating there on the brain stem. It's a tough assignment for Greg Byrne. It's a tough assignment because you're asking for somebody to feel the shoes of somebody who was otherworldly amazing. And that's going to be hard for anybody to do. But Greg Byrne has a tough assignment to get the man in here and see what he can provide, what he can bring this program uh, that, that on today, Nick Saban announced that retirement where, in the words of my mother, where in the Sam Hill do we go to from here? I'm sorry to all Sam Hills out there using your name in vain like that, but that, that, that's my mind coming out of me. But we're, as always, folks, you want the best news, notes, information, coverage on your favorite program, that being the Alabama Crimson Tide. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store, if you got the Android phone for your audio needs, check us out. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, iHeartRadio. We got you covered right there. We appreciate all of you, the Bama fans, for the phone calls, the donations, your passion, your emotion, your energy, you choosing to spend this day with us and talking Bama football, even if it is Nick Saban announcing his retirement after 17 years with the Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa. We here at TDA, Coach Saban, 
Miss Terry, thank you for everything. We wish you, Coach Saban, the best on your retirement. You deserve that. And whoever Greg Byrne you bring in here as the next head coach of the Crimson Tide, we're going to see how cool of a ride this could be right here. It may take a moment, but how cool of a ride this can be right here. Till next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing to not be bored there. You get yourself those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. You protect yourself. You protect the loved ones around you. Until next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen Smith, and you've been listening to In My Own Words.